3: so download
2: the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R
4: dot F-M to get started. Check. One, two, three. Check, check. Door bumper clear. Cleared. Episode two hundred two All right, Brett Griffin, talk for me, please. I get a lot of uh, joy out of blocking people on Twitter. Cool. Good to see you're still doing that. Okay, TJ Majors, say something. Data, data does not lie. Starting with that already this year? Great. Okay, Freddie Craft. What up? Your turn. And if you say something about Danny. Whatever Danny does is great. Oh, boy. So glad to have new mama, Casey Boatback, to keep y'all in line. Give me a test, please.
0: All I want is Papa John's
4: Wendy's and Girl Scout 50s. <laughs> <laughs> I guess some things never change. All right. We ready? No nobody's
3: listening but i don't care i'm on an episode of door bumper clear hey everybody
2: <laughs> i am tj majors and welcome to the uh, first episode of door bumper clear for the 2021 full house including longtime uh, absentee
0: <laughs> okay not my fault guys i but didn't say it's fault Welcome back to the studio, everyone.
3: You're welcome back. I know. We've been here.
0: (laughs) I almost got lost getting over here. It looks a little bit different these days.
3: Between pandemic and pregnant. Major races.
0: It has been been a 2020. It's
3: been a long time. What's your name?
0: Oh, hey guys, I'm Casey Boat. As you can see, it's been a while. (laughs)
3: She's, she's, She's Rusty Brett Griffin, uh... Former spotter for a bunch of retired guys. Don't Ellie, give me that. You Ray, can't, you can't Elliot, say that. Elliot Sadler. No. no Brett, ran a bunch,
1: Brett ran a bunch of people right into retirement. J- Jeff Burton, he gone. <laughs> what is this for? If, you're a, former, Boyer, he if you're
3: a former retired spotter, why were you in the spotter meeting? I'm a part-time spotter <laughs> now, TJ. That doesn't count. F- a former full-time spotter. Let's put it that
2: way. I'm so bored. I'm scrolling through it. Like Brett Griffin's
1: in here.
3: Oh. Yeah, so we had a spotter's meeting this morning at 9 o'clock, and uh, Freddie, you almost forgot
1: it. I almost did. For, thank God you tweeted because it's like 8.30 and I'm scrolling through Twitter and Brett's like, oh, here's my day plan. Oh, wait, I forgot there's a spotter meeting. I'm like, well, I'm glad you tweeted that because I also forgot that there what was a spotter meeting this morning. What is your day plan? I He had a day plan, not me. I didn't have a day plan. <laughs> my day plan was 9 o'clock spotter meeting, 11.30 nah, podcast, yeah, back wait. to sleep. No, 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 no.
2: <laughs> this whole episode was already supposed to be recorded, but Freddie's plan has yes. meetings and stuff involved i got in a, it. i do have a meet i had a meeting yeah. yesterday so i was I, supposed to
0: ocala and freddie had to screw it up
2: freddie's got a branding meeting for his upcoming logos chad and called and me like, and he's
1: like is there any way you can move the podcast to thursday so casey can't come to ocala and i was like i could do everything i oh, can yeah. i can may- try to make that i believe it,
0: I believe it these days um, she
1: wasn't on the group <laughs> okay, next, so it was all right
0: jason's gonna kill me uh who are you
1: who am I? Yeah. Uh, I'm still Freddie Kraft. <laughs> I'm still spotting for Bubba Wallace. Denny's I mean, still great. Denny's still great, because uh, I think there's an out clause in my contract at the end of every year, so I have to make sure I I I grease that wheel. Uh, but yeah, so uh, spotter for Bubba Wallace this year, spotter for Jeb Burton, except for this week. Some guy wants to fill in for a couple weeks, so I'm going to him do I rust off, man. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to spot for Jeb Burton on the non-plate races, and we got a plan for for some other stuff there and then uh, I'll do Derek Crafts and trucks again this year. So busy. Busy busy season. I
3: think I'll get on that Denny train this year too, man. Yeah. Denny's great. It's, it's a it's a good deal. I think Denny's great too. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a, I, I think y'all find out tonight why why I think
4: that, but yeah, I think Denny's great.
0: <laughs> oh, I think I know now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who are you?
4: I'm Jason. I'm the producer of this show. I'm in charge. <laughs> Don't look at me like that, TJ. <laughs>
0: All right, so how are y'all's off-seasons?
4: I want to let Jason
2: know there's still a bunch of DMs in my box with resumes wanting to take over the show from when we
4: put that out there at one point last year. So, boss. I'm still here. Off-season. Uh, what what
3: off-season? I, I didn't feel qu-
1: like it's been forever. I didn't quit racing until like
3: the middle of January. You're so. an idiot for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You are an idiot for that. <laughs> Freddie, you gonna get a beer? No, I'm in at the Turkey Derby. Freddie, you gonna get a beer? No, I'm at Snowball Derby. Yeah. Freddie, Freddie, I don't even f- you yeah. want to get yeah. a beer? No, I got COVID. No, no, got no, wait, COVID. Wait, wait. no, I'm at the
2: snowflake. No, I'm at the snowball. No, I'm at so, somewhere So else. we
3: redid the studio. TJ and I used to sit beside each other because, obviously, we're the long-time guys here. We've been here the for every show. We've been here the longest. So Freddie is now wedged in between us because he's immune to COVID because he's already had it.
1: <laughs> Somehow, I got through the snowball without COVID, which was the most ridiculous event in the history of sports,
3: got through everything, and then
1: just... I guess, I don't know. It must be my trip to Key West maybe or something. I came home and got COVID, which is the, the craziest we, thing the, ever.
3: Yeah, this is the weird thing, though. Freddie gets COVID, and Freddie's wife doesn't get it, Megan. Freddie's brother doesn't get it, John, who lives with him, who's on the best deal ever. And <laughs> ten on the relatives came down for Christmas, and they all quarantined together thinking that, hey, we all stay together, we'll be fine. Well, the whole time Freddie had COVID, didn't know it. They all go home, and none of them got it.
1: I got. I literally test – I re- the day they, they were there for five days – I cooked every meal, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, like, for 12 people at my house. There was more there for Christmas Day. Megan, some of Megan's family was there. And cooked all Christmas Day. And the day after they all left, which was, like, the Sunday after Christmas, Monday morning, I woke up, no taste, no smell. And I was like, oh, Like, I've got COVID. So I called Megan right away. I'm like, go home. Right now, you got to come home because I've got COVID. And then I freaked out because my dad is, like, the poster boy for underlying conditions. My grandmother's 90. And uh, I was like, "Oh God, I'm gonna, I've killed them all." And then I, <laughs> <Jeez>. they,
4: like, <laughs>
1: I was like, I was like, "Oh my, my, I don't know what to do." Like, I was scared to death. And luckily, they all went, and got tested, all negative. So twelve people, I'm the only one it's lucky crazy, enough to get COVID. Crazy, man, crazy. Yeah. And other so, people go, and you, you, you walk by a person ten feet away, and they get it. Yeah, it's i do not, I don't, I don't understand. I mean, like Megan and John, really they're the ones that trip me out because, like, when I quarantined for two weeks, Megan had to come home from work, so she worked from home for two weeks. My brother's there all the time, so they were with me nonstop. But, he's time. literally there all the time. <laughs> I
3: feel weeks. so
0: sorry for Megan. Like, oh, my God. Did she leave after? Like, I need to? I need a break. She's like,
1: ready for me to go racing. I could promise you that much.
0: I wouldn't doubt it. Well, I need to retire at 30. Well, it'll be 31. I need to retire. You're at, 31
1: already? I Holy.
0: I
2: wow. No wonder you're losing Holy your hair. Yeah. <laughs> I
3: was going to say. <laughs> okay. You're going to look like me next week. <laughs> it's
0: called postpartum <laughs> hair loss.
3: It is? Yes. That's yeah. what's happened to Brit. That's what happened to me. <laughs>
2: I just didn't give birth. We finally like figured 18. it out. Jeez, you're almost like to the cougar territory. Okay. When you
0: when you uh, tweeted at Hannah about being 30, I was like, I wanted to respond. Like, is that seriously? Old? Like, what is wrong with that?
1: It's old. It's that only because I, I really old. thought Hannah was younger than she is. I thought she was like 25, 22, but she's, I guess, 24, maybe. But yeah, happy 30th birthday to Hannah. I thought she Hannah. was 30, after you said she was 30. <laughs> you don't think. <laughs> I was wondering if you saw my. T- I was like, "There's a good chance he never even saw my tweet and is just thinking the same thing I did." Jeez. Well, happy birthday, happy thirtieth yeah. birthday to Hannah Newhouse.
2: And- so
3: TJ, in his off season, everybody has has become the day trader.
2: No, that just started <laughs> a few weeks ago. I don't know why.
3: I don't know why either. What happened? Were you just rolling a bunch of money? No, I just, first uh, first contract bonus kicking. Now
2: I just looked, started looking at it. and I've always kind of wanted. I actually I bought a couple stocks a few years ago. And I bought them at like $40 and they're at 90 something now. So I'm like, why don't I do this more? You know, like, what else are you doing? I'm you, like, babysitting. Other than, you know, sitting oh, there yeah. babysitting. We need
0: to resurface that conversation. <clears throat> no, we
3: don't. Bit. It's babysitting.
0: No, I think I, I, I changed my answer. <laughs> Thank so you. So keep going.
3: It's babysitting.
0: No. Thank you,
3: Casey. No. Welcome to Team Smart Guy.
0: No, the sad thing is that I couldn't remember how I responded originally, so I had to listen to the episodes because I I honestly couldn't remember. Again, mom brain. Um, I take it back, babysitting. Not no 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 parenting. Way different. Yeah.
4: Way different. Thank I actually
0: you. I actually might have Chad re-listen to that episode too because um, when he says, "Oh, I can help you," it's your child too. Like your child. You're not helping me. Like oh, your job. Poor So poor yeah. Chad. Yep. I'm Take still rolling
2: with babysitting.
0: Take it back. That's because you're a guy.
2: Yeah, but I was not took care Because he's a guy. I know. I took care of my kid. When Malin was born I was and, and my wife went back to work, it was me and her from like three months in. That was just one of the scariest days of my life. When she left the door to go to work that day and I said, there, I'm like, okay, what do I do now? Like, it was game on from that point. But, you know, it, you you get used to it. And next thing you know, we're going to So is to this Lowe's. your last
3: year spotting full-time cup now that you're day trading?
2: Well, I haven't I mean, no. <laughs> I'm not nearly good enough Because everything I buy seems to still go down. <laughs>
3: Except I got this hot tip, man. I mean, total insider trading deal. Uh obviously I'm lying. He's going to jail. Uh <laughs> on, on race, okay. it's like, man, we gotta get on board with this stock. And I'm like, All right, what is it? So they like it's it's a medical company. And I'm like, All right, man, I'm in. What what what's going on? Why are we in on this? They got this new estrogen thing coming out that's gonna make women you know, be able to handle this certain is not, situations go bad. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm like, so I'm like, would. hell yeah, man. I'm, I'm all about science. Let's get in. So I, <laughs> I buy $5,000 worth of this stuff. Oh, that's a big jump. And I'm like, man, let's go. Dude, my $5,000 turned into like 200 it, The yeah. company like essentially went to be a penny stock. Well, so that's when obviously. I was like, you know what? There's a reason I have people that do this for me. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I don't do this, I'm out. There's a reason why I won't put that much in it. It's probably I'm, a good idea. Yeah, there's no way oh i
2: have bought i have bought a few things like you know like three dollar stocks that go to four or five dollars and stuff which is a pretty big jump um yeah so it's kind of fun i like messing around with that stuff i don't have like any tesla or amazon stock
1: you don't want to mess with penny stocks
3: penny stocks are not my thing they look attractive (laughs) because they look affordable you get a lot of sh- you get like a million shares for a awesome. dollar.
0: I picture you guys on I picture you a stock like, How many uh, you got? Like a
3: million
1: shares. Oh. On it the wolf worth? of Wall Street. $7. Like, I see
0: that being you guys. Wolf I of Wall can Street.
1: see us being the people from Wolf of Wall yeah, Street. I can't exactly. see yes. I can't see us being the traders on Wolf of Wall yeah, Street. Yeah, I don't know if we fit into that. Well, I know. <laughs> Some
2: of them some of them deals when he's like trying to get the guy to buy. He's got other people. You remember that? That's a good movie. <laughs> I could see us. I could see trying us. to con some people into some stuff. Yeah, like that guy that con bread into buying
3: some <laughs> shares. Yeah. Man, I'm telling you, I was all I was like, man, this is awesome. I'm yeah. gonna get rich right yeah, here. Yeah, I'm thirty grand profit here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy five grand. I'm gonna retire two weeks, and it yeah. didn't work. That Speaking way. of getting rich, it's a nice shirt you got. Thanks. I wow. got uh, our friend Mike. Uh, his 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 at on Twitter is catch22moe. He sent um, me this, and Logano he was like, you got to you gotta wear this. And <laughs> I was, describe All it. All right, so here we are with our Air Freddy unveil. Are you trying
0: to sell it for a profit? I mean,
3: look, we have the best fans in NASCAR. There's no doubt, because they far. send us tons of booze, which we drink it. They sent us T-shirts. I'll wear it. If, I think we should start a new deal. Just send me a T-shirt every week and I'll wear it on the show. To I don't the, care what it says. To the fan
0: who sent me uh, blankets for Chloe, thank you. I, I haven't been in the studio in like six months, but they're here still. I'm taking it home. Thank Our you. fans are so sweet. They are the best.
2: And yeah, we do have a lot of
3: good listeners.
0: The people who sent me Papa John's when I was pregnant, thank you.
3: It's amazing how just great they are. You yes. Know? They're people still, sent it, you almost, Papa John's while you were pregnant?
0: They did. And you like, know what's really sad? Like pizza is or I gift cards? Uh, no, actual like, having it delivered that lunch it was great jeez it's
3: nice yeah, uh, a friend of mine uh who follows the show he actually sent me a message on instagram and he's like man I, I Bodie's a huge baseball player i want to send him his first wooden bat so he sent me an old hickory bat wooden bat and it's freaking game colors yeah. with Bodie's name on it like it's it's his bat. so yeah anyway we're glad y'all are still listening uh the millions of y'all that are out there worldwide millions and yeah
1: worldwide i saw a guy this morning from the hannah uh, birthday tweet said you know happy birthday hannah from all your fan dbc fans in australia so we've I got, love got it. international DBCers. i think i would go to
3: australia i know tj's been oh it's oh, I, yeah. would. I would i would definitely go i'd go back i've never flown across let's water do a show like from australia
2: <laughs> it's New a Zealand. long I to i'm New gonna Zealand. go ahead and tell you you better download like seven movies to watch cause <laughs> it's a long time to get there you got to break it up. You gotta got to go like ten hours to Hawaii and then ten vodka. hours to Australia.
0: I mean, I would stop in Hawaii. For it's a few twenty hours for real. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. I can't do that. You, you need <laughs> yeah. a lot of
1: vodka. You got to break I it need, up. Yeah, if you Xanax go, vodka. <laughs> if you go
2: ten to Hawaii and then stay the night and then get up and go the next day, it's so weird. You're so like your body clock is so messed up when you get there, and by the time you get home, like the best. That Casey Kane told me because he had been over there a bunch for sprint car, so he said when you come home, don't sleep the first night. And just go to bed the normal time the next day, and you'll be back on schedule. So it was... That's insane. Yeah, it's like you're flying into the future when you go there. When you fly back, it's like, you—you you, you almost it's just weird. The I don't know, when you call somebody here on the phone, it's like lunchtime. You'll be
3: like, oh, yeah, I'm
2: drunk, you know. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, I guess we're here to, to preview 2021. Is that what we're doing today?
0: We are. But, hey, first, I hear you have some great news to share.
3: Great news, DBC fans. The best presenting sponsor of the world's greatest podcast is back. OfferPad makes the show possible, and we're so glad to have them on board for yet another solid season. Whether you're buying or selling a home, OfferPad
1: wants to make things easier.
2: OfferPad removes many of the common pain points associated with a traditional experience,
3: helping you move freely. OfferPad's approach to business is centered around you. OfferPad provides a personal, hands-on approach to buying and selling homes, even making the process Fun and easy. Offerpad is shaking up the real estate industry and delivering an exceptional
1: customer experience for the on demand customer.
2: You can start by logging on to Offerpad.com. If you're selling your home, select the sell option and request your offer by filling out the five minute form
1: about your home.
3: If you're looking to buy a home, select the buy tab and explore the homes available in the market where you're looking to move.
1: Man, it doesn't get any easier than that. You'll get a cash offer within 24 hours and be on your way to a new home.
3: So go to Offerpad.com
2: today. And when asked where you heard about Offerpad, select the NASCAR option so they know we sent you. I'm sure glad that Bubba's getting on this bandwagon now. Does uh, I saw an interview with Bubba with Pacris. Did you see it? No. You didn't listen to it? I mean, it?
1: I listened to one part of it, I think.
2: Oh, it's so good. Oh, data? Oh, yeah. But have there been things <laughs> that they've asked you to do that you haven't done before and had it been... Eye-opening at all? I wouldn't say eye-opening. There's just
1: more things to. He wants to sell T-shirts,
2: we doesn't he? He a, wants uh, data T-shirts. Me
1: with a lot more to digest on it. Um,
2: oh,
1: oh, some data! Oh. from time commitments and just being. <laughs>
2: Thanks for getting Your on board, career, Bubba.
1: I, you, I've got my own uh, login now to SMT, so I'm when, when whenever <laughs> the, the next time Joey runs through the back of us, we can have c- competing data. Yeah,
2: you can look at the same stuff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> some things haven't changed. Ever will. <laughs> All right, spot on, spot off. First topic: Bubba Wallace sets goal at two wins for the new team, twenty three eleven Racing. Spot on, spot off, Freddie.
1: Well, why not? I mean, <laughs> Freddie said six. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, why stop at two? You know, I, a lot of people, I think, that was kind of eye opening to them, to him, to say that. And I think the the biggest thing is there's a big difference between goals and uh, expectations. Um, Obviously you aim high. You set the bar high for your goals because you don't wanna easily achieve your goal. If we go, you know, if he says, I wanna have five, five top five
2: goal shouldn't aren't
1: goals and expectations No. no. pretty much the same thing? No. No, I wouldn't say so. I think your your goal is to do this, but you expect to yeah. you know I think if you ask me what our goal is, my goal would be to win a race this year. What I expect, I expect to run better this year and hope to contend to, uh, for a playoff spot. But my goal isn't to get a playoff spot because I think we can obtain that. I want to set my goals as high as I can to hope that I, you know, in my opinion, you always set your goals higher than what you can obtain because you always want to be chasing something. You know, if, you, if we say we want five top fives this year and then we go the first five races to get five top fives, what are we, what are we
3: striving for after that? I'm, a, I'm spot on if it's to win two races at Daytona to start with. Uh, I, I uh, look man, this is, this isn't as easy as everybody thinks. And, and I say that this is a brand new race team. and, and I was here when Red Bull came in. And their budget was absolutely ridiculous. I mean, it was one of the biggest budgets in the garage. They missed a ton of races. They didn't contend to win anything. They struggled to run, honestly, top 15. So I think that that we've got to be patient with this team. I do think the resources are there. Obviously, strong ownership. Obviously, a strong manufacturer. Bubba's hungry, which is a good thing. He's got the opportunity of a lifetime. And in my opinion, he's got 18 months to get it done. And I think he probably knows that without anybody telling him. I think they contend to win more than two races i mean bubba showed a lot of promise at plate races he showed a lot of promise at places like martinsville um i think toyota puts him a little bit better than what he was at some of the places where he didn't show a lot of promise i don't know if he'll win two races but he better contend to win two races
0: tj
2: um i don't know if we've ever seen a new team come out and win races their first year have we has anyone ever
3: done that hendrick 1984 somebody did it and then spire motorsports essentially did it with justin haley but that was a rain shortened that wasn't a, honestly
2: that, counts. it's a not win. but that wasn't a performance win like dominated all day that was a stay out it might rain i, I get it, it still counts you're right but that's not the way you want your that's not the way you're expecting to get your wins you know what i mean you're expecting to be competitive and be racing up with in, in the top group in the top tier so i think um I don't know. I think it's going to be really hard to come out and get two wins the first year. But with this package, everything, I mean, it's with the resources they should have. Um, Denny Denny doesn't really know how to do things 150%. I mean, he's got a race car in his living room. He's got a... Denny goes all out when he does stuff. And he's got the right... They've obviously got a lot of backing, a lot of great partners and stuff that they're bringing in. Uh, so I think... This is a very well – this thing has a, a very good chance of taking off and doing good. Now, they, it might take them another year or two to add some more people, good people, weed some things out, and do things like that. Uh, but I, I think two wins is, is going to be very tough, but I definitely think Bubba should expect to be competitive. Um, he's going to go to some of his better tracks, and I think – what are some of those better tracks?
1: Martinsville, Dover.
2: Yeah, he should go to Quite these rigid. places, and he's probably going to look really forward to getting to these places. And confidence goes a long way, too, and he's going to have a lot of confidence to start the year. If he can, if he can come out of Daytona without Freddie wrecking him, um, <laughs> <laughs> he, his confidence will be high, and it will be a lot better. A lot hands, easier down, do. hands
3: down, biggest challenge this team faces, as do a lot of teams, but this team, team in particular, brand-new crew chief driver combo, brand-new team. No notes, essentially, right? That's why they're running Ty Dillon at the the Bush Clash, I would assume, so they can get notes for when Bubba goes back two weeks later to run that road course. The biggest challenge they've got is no practice at the majority of the places we go other than eight tracks. And you're asking a guy to buckle into a race car he's never been in, work with a crew chief he's never worked with, and be in a situation he's never been in. And the good news is Bubba's cocky. So I think he mentally can be prepared to do that. But at the end of the day, when you get in that car and you're three-tenths off, to start the race, whoo, you're in trouble because you didn't yeah. have the ability to practice to get yeah. ready. So I think that's going to be his challenge. Mentally, mentally for Bubba, being patient with that process and, and not panicking on lap 10, knowing that there's 300 more laps to get it right, and knowing that you're coming back there in the fall, you need the notes, you can't crash the car because you're not running as fast as you want to be running. Like I think that's what's going to be the challenge yeah. for that race team. Mile and a half, so I think, are going to be really
2: challenging for him because that's a track that you either go trimmed out or you're for or you're down for us, and you can go both ways. And Bubba's gonna have to find what he wants again now. Uh, but I, I've it'll seen be, you
3: go both ways before. Like like some of those places, you'd qualify bad, you'd run good, you know, race yeah, well. Yeah, we've uh, we've been on opposite ends of the
1: spectrum. Yeah, I just you know, obviously, our in my opinion, our goal would be to get better every week. <laughs>
3: What are, you, what are you laughing at? You weren't listening. No, but It's fine. I, I heard you. I know yeah. what you said.
1: I was gonna move past it. <laughs> I was not gonna go TJ on you right there. Um, <laughs> but anyway, our goal, I think, is just to get better throughout the season. Like you said, you know, you're gonna you're starting off, Brent, you know, the reason why we're running the, the clash next week, I'm gonna spot Mike Wheeler's gonna crew chief. We're gonna make sure, you know, one the, the we don't the first time we turn the radios on isn't the duel, you know, or the practice. Yeah. Um, you know, so we're gonna get that lingo down. Know who I'm talking to on the box, whether it's it's Mike or Jr. Our engineer. Um, you know, so that's reps for me, Wheels, and our engineer crew to have, even if Bubba's not there.
3: And, and then it's, I, and I hate to say this, but I think that's a good wake-up call right off the bat for Bubba, because Bubba's probably walking around with his chest out can't wait to get in this car. I mean, it's his quote, his car in the very first race out of the box, he's not driving it. I can see that bothering a guy because I've worked with drivers that I truly would have bothered. So for them to come to him and say, Bubba, you're not racing because it's going to make us a better team, and him having to accept that, I think that gets his thought process out of the box in the right spot because he's got to be – it's not about Bubba anymore, and he's made it about Bubba a lot of times in his career. Now it's about this race team, this manufacturer, this ownership group, and him and and it, all all the pieces are in place you just got to put the puzzle together
1: yeah I mean, and if, I think, you know, people go back to this two win thing. If you go to Bubba and we, if we make the, say we make, the, you know, have a good year and make the playoffs and we don't win any races, and you go to Bubba and go, well, what about them two wins? He's not going to be, oh, this this year's a disappointment by any means because I didn't win those two races. That's a goal. You know, if you can manage your expectations and know what you're working with and pr- continue to progress, continue to get better and, and put yourself in the right spot, I, I don't see any reason why we can't contend for a playoff spot this year.
3: I agree, man. And I want to see that happen. I want to see Bubba win a race. I mm-hmm. want to see you guys make the playoff. And,
1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us.
0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Next topic. Richard Petty says that from a logical perspective, running the Bristol dirt race is going backwards. Spot on, spot off, Brett.
3: I don't know that it's going backwards. I think it's just stupid because there's so many dirt tracks in America that are amazing, that are ready for us to show up and race. And Bristol is, that's not the case. We're going to show up and transform, which they've already started the process, transform a concrete track into a dirt track for several days of racing, two different series, a lot of different practice laps, qualifying heat races, the actual race, that's, that's a big unknown for me, and, and when you take the Cup Series product, this is the premier racing series in the United States of America, above F1, above IndyCar, above anything else that's out there from a viewership perspective, and we're rolling the dice. And I'm all about taking chances in sports. I think it's fun to do different things. You know, taking this series somewhere – uh to a to an awesome dirt track in America. I'm gonna sign up and I'm gonna go buy a ticket and I'm gonna go watch it. I'm scared of what may happen here. I truly am. Because I watch the Chili Bowl and the racing seems to get worse all week. And it starts off awesome in a lot of in a lot of ways and then it gets worse because A, the team's figured out, right? And B the track goes crazy. And so what's gonna happen? I'm not a, I'm not a dirt track guru, Freddie. Like what what do you think happens here?
1: So, you know, I, I agree hundred percent what you talked about. For one, you're going to a place that was one of, is our best one of our best short tracks? You know we have two great short tracks, and now you've taken a date away from one of our best short tracks when the fans are crying for more short tracks to make this into a dirt race. When you have places like Knoxville, Eldora, you know these, you know crown jewel Primo, dirt yeah, yeah dirt tracks, we can have it at. But you know I, I haven't seen exactly what the format's going to be. I've heard heat races, and I've heard rumors that the the race the the main a main whatever you want to call it is going to be two hundred and fifty laps. Do you know what a racetrack's going to look like after two hundred and fifty laps? It's gonna look like it did when we ran there in August. And you know, how it's, long it's going to take to get that gu- It's with gonna all the be cautions. it's gonna yeah, the race is gonna be four hours long. Yeah. Um, depending on how what the field looks like. But the it's the track is gonna completely rubber up and it's gonna by halfway probably, by a hundred laps in, it's gonna be an asphalt race. You know, and that's I mean, Eldora was like that too. I talked to Bubba, we actually had a meeting yesterday, TJ will laugh at that. Um, mm-hmm. but we were talking about that yesterday, and Bubba's like, when I ran Eldora, you're turning just like an you know you're turning more to the left than you are to the right, which is complete opposite of probably ninety percent of the dirt races in the country, you know. And they were talking about even like you know maybe they're they're gonna run the uh, super dirt late models at Bristol before we go, and they're talking about getting a ride, you know. Rent and he's like it's pointless. He's like if you can find a street stock with a bunch of motor, go run that or something. But he's like the the, the you can get more out of the sims, the i racing, you know the the manufacturer sim then then you're going to be able to like if you go run a super dirt late model none of that that you learn is going to convert to what we're going to race on so
2: it's, you know
3: is 40 cars too many TJ
2: uh I've never seen a dirt race start 40 cars 44 40 cars. 40 cars
1: would not be so bad if there wasn't such a disparity from 25th to 1st you know for, you know the drop off I'm or, okay with the car
2: count I just don't like he said there's other facilities that are already that's what they do um eldora has been pretty much prepping for a cup race for years now that's what i just my opinion of i think they've been doing this stuff showing hey we can put on a good show here and i i would have went to somewhere like eldora and just ran a hundred lap race or something
1: the product that eldora put on the racetrack from the first year to the last year was way better you know like the first couple of years it was single lane run around the top and then we all fought for the top we all ran on the wall the whole race and then as we went back and they, they tony and his crew there figured out how to make the track racy for our types of vehicles and the truck races got better and i think like you said i think they were preparing that was their their work up until maybe getting a cup date now when they get to the cup date you know they've got the, the formula to make the track great but i don't think there's a dirt track in the country that you can make great for 250 laps i don't care yeah. where it is that's 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 a lot of laps with a lot of cars,
2: and I don't know. I like My biggest thing is you're taking away the, the Bristol. Yeah. I mean, Bristol's uh, – it's one of the tracks that you see in the schedule, you're like, oh, Bristol, you know, it's
3: sh- real fast, high bank, short track. Um, this could work. This could be special. It could be. But we're doing it in an environment that we've never been in and tried to do it in. Eldora was a science project going wonderful, wonderful, and it turned out wonderful. And we've taken all of – what we knew there and applying none of it to Bristol. Yeah,
2: I think Eldora should have been where the next project takes place. Absolutely. If you put so. the Cup
3: Series there, it, it could be the next big thing. You know. Oh man, it could this could be is every another, year thing. This is another. But we're going into something with a lot of unknowns, and and man, I pray it doesn't end up being a <laughs> show. Show.
0: Spot on, spot off. Chris Monez let go as Kyle Larson's spotter five days after being named spotter. How about TJ?
2: It's just a really touchy subject, but you got listen. You got to be careful with what you put out there. I don't really want to get into it too much, but um, you know, everyone, there. It's just a a different world we live in now, and you know, with with Kyle being under the spotlight, the last thing he needs is any more attention to anything. So
1: I think I think we have to give a little backstory, just in case people don't know. I don't really want involved in this one. Don't know what. Happened, you know, uh, Monez got the deal. Great job, great deal for Monez. It was going to be a great opportunity for him. Um, coming away from Ty Dillon, coming, coming from Ty Dillon, who's went out of business, you know, or Jermaine that went out of business. <laughs> Ty <laughs> Dillon's out of business,
3: dude. <laughs> <laughs> You're spotting with Ty Dillon. Dillon I got a spot for him
1: Sunday, so or Tuesday, whatever day it is. Uh, we're going to win that one, by the way. Um, anyway, so Monez got a great opportunity and um, announced it on his Twitter with a picture and you know i am going to spot for kyle larson and the the people at twitter do what the people at twitter didn't they dug into his background and found some questionable tweets from his past or or questionable tweets that he liked and uh called him out on it and the powers that be at either hendrick or chevrolet decided that that, that maybe that wasn't the greatest fit and and i hate it for i hate it for monez i hate it for anybody in that position but for one you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna make that announcement from your, ninety percent of the race fans, the guys that Monez spotted for, I would say ninety percent of the people that you know race fan wise, and they didn't know who Chris Monez was or knew Chris Mones's Twitter handle. But when you tweet from that account and it starts getting action from you know the the NASCAR media, people are gonna dive in, and and I think when you do that, you you better have your eyes dotted and your T's crossed. Or this, this is the stuff that's going to happen to you, and I, I hate it for him, but you know, it is what it is. Um, good break for a guy like Tyler Mon, who who got the Kyle Larson deal. Tyler's another young kid; he's been working his way up through
3: the through the ranks of Rick Ware Racing, and and to, he's going from Rick Ware to Rick Hendrick. That's never <laughs> happened before. No, he's that's that's uh, that's unprecedented. Larson is in, like TJ said, a sensitive situation, and, and Hendrick, and and Larson hired Chris Monez. Okay, so then Chris Monez says, hey, man, congratulations to me. Look at me. I'm Kyle Larson's spotter. And let's just say 10 people on Twitter got mad about it, and they dug into it, and they made a big deal out of tweets that he had liked, and they made a big deal out of his social media. Okay, so who at Twitter – oh, man, I'm sorry. Who at Hendrick Motorsports, who at Kyle Larson's management group, who didn't do their job before this happened? That's my number one question because Chris Monez wasn't hiding behind the person that he is. He wasn't hiding behind. He didn't go through his social media and clean all this stuff out and then this come out that he's going to spot and then somebody go, oh, well, he used to have this tweet that he liked and he deleted it. Like, that's not how this thing happened. Everything was already in front of you. And so there was a big error made on somebody's part. Okay. And it's unfortunate that Chris Monez is the fall guy for this because he went through the interview process. He had the opportunity of a lifetime to spot for a highly sought-after driver in Kyle Larson, one of the best to hold a steering wheel in the world right now. And he lost that because it hurt 10 people's feelings that he clicked a tweet that either, A, Donald Trump sent out or some political group sent out or he said whatever he said. I think this is a big message to people. Be careful because cancel culture will come after you. And when it does – it can be bad. It can be it can be career ending. For for Mones, thankfully, I think he's got something in the works that's gonna allow him to stay in the sport. Thank God, because he didn't deserve to lose everything he's got and lose his career over liking a tweet that wasn't I mean, that was politically motivated, but certainly doesn't make him a bad person. Let me you know what I mean.
1: Let me ask you this, Brett. Do you think that Chris Mones would have lost his job if his tweet said, I am so happy to announce I'm spotting for Ty Dillon again this year?
3: Absolutely not. He was already spotting for Ty Dillon when he did those things on Twitter and social media and he was able to retain his job. I think it goes back to what you said, which was nobody for the most part knew who he was. I mean look, there's a handful of high profile spotters and they're only a hand they're only high profile in a really small world, right? I mean, my followers on Twitter are less than 50,000. So in the reality, that's not that many. You know what I mean? It's not like we're rocking millions of followers. But within the NASCAR world, there are people who know who we are. I mean, we've obviously got a freaking podcast. So, yeah, they're going to know who we are. Number one podcast in America, by the way. The world. But, but the world. It just it, the, the disappointing part for me is that some girl with purple hair sitting in her mama's basement that, you know, decided this hurt her feelings and she's going to go make a big deal out of it and – it changes this whole guy's life because he liked to tweet that Donald Trump sent you out.
1: Better block her while we're sitting
3: here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know who it is, but tell me her name and I'll block her. Here's the reality, man. Again, if I had to guess, she's already blocked. Again, Monez. Monez, oh, yeah. Monez I'm going to guess too. Monez didn't. And look, maybe he should have combed through his social media, you know, and maybe he did not he didn't think it was that bad. But this is an unfortunate uh, set of circumstances that have sent Monez and his career spiraling downhill. Uh, but for everybody that gets screwed, somebody else gets a shot, and in walks Tyler Mon, who once again uh, nobody probably ever heard of him as a spotter. And uh, man, big opportunity for him. I think this is a, a limited deal. Uh, I think there's a bigger play for Larson long term from a spotting perspective, which we'll see how that plays out throughout uh, 2020, 2022. To say? Not 2021. Um, That's not right. But at the end of the day, <laughs> yeah. when you're when you're a guy like Tyler Mon, what you're, you're walking into an opportunity <laughs> to win a pile of races. Fast cars, motivated driver. Honestly, Tyler, my, my advice to you is don't fuck it up. Because you got the driver to make it all happen. Yeah. You can stand up there and watch. I think this is going to, this package is
2: different than what Kyle, when he got out. To me, this is a little bit, racing's changed a little bit since he's been gone in my, in, just from my side of things. The, the Kyle Larson that excelled Big time in me was the Kyle Larson that could move around and find that speed. You know, getting up by the wall. That that's a special ability to be able to get up there and make time doing that. And he has it. Um there's not we don't quite have that as much anymore. It's all kind not of at down force tracks. It, it's all kind of down to the car. It's really it's down to the car and, and the spotter, depending on if you're offensive or defensive. Like we play defense a lot. We got out front, we play we had to play defense. Parvick gets out front, he drives away. Uh so it's going to be. They're going to have to find that niche on what you know how that's going to work. So I, you know, I think it's still going to be a learning curve for Kyle, but he's obviously got tons of talent and adjust well to everything he gets in, and he's fast in everything. So well,
1: I mean, he hasn't been gone for ten years. He ran this package last year. Yeah, but I think it's just, I
2: think it's just <laughs> different now than like Hendricks come a long way in their package stuff too. There, that's all changed as well. So he's going to he'll adapt to it, but. I, I, it's just going to be a Chase's little bit of...
3: package was special at a lot of places.
1: Real special.
0: Next topic. NASCAR didn't answer Tony Stewart when he asked to run the Clash and didn't tell him about the Bristol Dirt Race. Spot on, spot off, Freddie.
1: I mean, what a coincidence. This guy starts a, a racing series and, and his relationship with NASCAR isn't that great. Uh, I, I don't, I don't understand it. I mean, I feel like, yeah, Tony and Ray are going to start this series... But it doesn't seem to me like it's any kind of threat to NASCAR. Now, maybe their long term goals are different, but they're running 10, 12 cars, whatever it is, at short tracks six times a year. Um, if I'm NASCAR and Tony Stewart wants to run in any race that I have, I'm going to answer the phone and try to do everything I can to get that guy on the track because he's probably the best natural talent race car driver I've ever seen. Um, aside from that, you know, like we talked about Eldora. Um, this is kind of a uh, a shot to Tony where, you know, Tony's been running this program forever at a with the truck race, trying to get everything right and, and hoping to one day get an Xfinity or a cup date. And they go and, all right, we're not going to Eldora next year and which Tony said was their, their decision. I'll give you know, credit to him, but it's probably his decision because of what he knew was coming down the line with this you know, when he sees, Oh, Bristol's getting a dirt race and I'm not, well then hell with you, I'm not you're not getting a truck race back or whatever. But you know, it's, it's just uh it's an interesting coincidence that this relationship's taking a turn for worse once Tony started his own series.
3: But here's the thing George Pine is also behind this Tony Stewart thing. Guess who's George just guess who George's roommate was in college and best friend? Brian France. Like, there's, it's almost like there may be some underlying things here that we aren't privy to, right? But I mean, you're, you're 100% right. We said on this show last year, NASCAR was done at Eldora. When, when Eldora stopped following all the NASCAR entities, we knew what that meant. And, and I mean, that was last summer, I think, Jason, when we said that on the show mm-hmm. that, hey, yep. something, something's up here, right? So it, it is unfortunate because Tony's still the team owner here in NASCAR, one of the best two time champion. Uh, I mean, look, not many guys can show up these days, you know, overweight and win races. And Tony Stewart could do that. I mean, these guys are animals now. They're all athletes. I mean, I remember Ricky Carmichael coming in the Supercross and changing motocross, changing the whole game. Jimmy Johnson came in from an athletic perspective, training perspective, did the same thing here. Guess what? Tony Stewart still show up eating double cheeseburgers from McDonald's go out there and wear you out. He just did it
1: last week, I think, two weeks ago. won a sprint car race.
3: I didn't know you
2: were a private investigator. I was gonna say, how do you know, like <laughs> yeah.
0: roommate?
2: Is there? Yeah, I mean, you know that his favorite foods. I mean, CIA.
3: Jeez, I got ESPN. It stands for something different
1: than <laughs> yeah. CIA, but yeah.
2: I, who knows how this all went down? To who know, my, Maybe it was Bristol's idea too. I, I don't know. I really don't know. Maybe they wanted to try something different,
1: but it sounded like Fox encouraged the idea. I read about
2: that. Okay, awesome.
3: heavily encouraged. Well,
1: then it's—I'm sure Fox and Bristol didn't tell NASCAR not to call him back when he acts about to clash. I they?
3: just hate that a guy, hate
1: that
2: <laughs> just hated a guy that put so much into it, trying to make the dirt stuff work and and combine the two worlds, just kind of got shut out a little bit on it. But hopefully, the—I uh, mean, for our sake, hopefully Bristol goes really good.
0: Brad Keselowski's comments about racing in the Daytona Five Hundred. I'm about as excited as I can be, knowing we're going to go out there and destroy a bunch of race cars, spot on, spot off. Brett,
1: cry me a river, (laughs) Brett. I mean, Jason, do you have some kind of crying baby uh, sound? Uh,
3: uh,
0: (laughs) Sounds like Chloe.
3: I mean, Brad Keselowski, poor guy. I mean, probably uh, barely making minimum wage out there. (laughs) Uh, Cup Series champion. Very talented race car driver. You know, I, I hate to see these guys. And, look, I've been privy to some conversations in private about cup racing and plate racing with drivers that would not ever be made public. You know, I mean, I, I had one of the guys come to me and say, man, we're, 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 we're the best at it. But it doesn't mean I like it. You know, it, it, it's dreaded by a lot of guys. But this is the Daytona 500, and this is the biggest race of the year. It's a huge opportunity for everybody to go out and showcase how hard they worked all winter. And, I mean, this is this is the reason I came back to spot this year. You know, I mean, when I was trying to figure out if I'm coming back or not coming back, I only came back for a chance to run this race. And I'm not guaranteed to be in this race with the situation I'm in with Kaz and College Racing This excites me. This is why I'm coming back and spotting 20 races this year, is to have a chance to participate in this one. It's special. If you can't understand that, go home. Yeah, I mean, I
1: I don't – listen, if you don't want to race, ride around in the back for 200 laps, and we'll see you at the road course. If, if if you don't want to get in there and mix it, this is part of the game, you know. And and hopefully for Brad's sake, this year his teammate TJ doesn't drive a car through the back of him, wipe him out of the Daytona 500. I mean, just hope, I'm just hopeful for that.
2: I think I don't think you're. Uh, I think what Brad means is that, you, like Brett says, you go there and showcase all your hard work. Really now, these Daytona 500 cars aren't as much as fine tuned as what they used to be. You know. We used to go down there and you could tell the guys that you know there was just more to it then. Now with the Rolls package that we got there's 25 30 cars that could get up there and lead the pack and you know you know a handful of years ago it was kind of narrowed down. You could tell the guys had stronger cars. They could they could kind of they could manipulate the draft more, control more things and you give a guy like Brad and or Joey or even Dell Jr. when I was working with him give him a fast car It's going to um, you just you can you can work you can do more with it, but I think uh, I think you know like last we got taken out of the Daytona 500 because Ross Chastain with a big run tried to go to the bottom, or him and Priest got into it for really I mean I. I've never seen you. It'd uh, be your fault, never. Like, and yeah. all these—that well, wasn't our fault at all. We had, we were just riding the high line. Uh, we actually got hit by
0: Danny. Season hasn't even started yet. Maybe twenty twenty. I will just think different. there's I've not. I've just
3: never seen TJ ha- cause anything to go wrong. No, we, we don't. don't. We don't ever.
1: I just not don't. At Daytona, especially
4: <laughs> the road course or the oval. Speaking of Daytona, <laughs> what's the next topic? Well, one thing someone else is being called a crybaby. Joey Gase is doing a media availability apparently, and he's calling drivers that complain about him and the markers crybabies.
3: Well, I'd have to be called a crybaby myself then because no. I wish he would get the he f- said out of the way. You say he said drivers. I know, but if I were, I don't <laughs> care he what he said. He just wants to
0: insert himself in I don't thing. care what
3: he said. Get the f*** <laughs> out of the way.
1: Like, All right. if I'm Joey Gase... I'm gonna keep my mouth shut because I don't want anybody to know who I am. Because if you're, why are in, we even talking about Joey Gates if, right now? Because he's got this, twi- this comment well, just came out. I just, just my started. Twitter just blew up because of it. Um, but like, just be quiet. If the best thing you could do if you're driving a Rick Ware car is nobody have any idea who the hell you so, are. So
3: when you walk into Applebee's and, and the server says, "Hey, uh, how are you guys doing? What are y'all in town for?" And you go, "Oh, we work in NASCAR. We're a spotter. Who do you spot for?" Oh, Joey Gates. <laughs> You want her to say, "Well, who's that?" Yes,
1: that's if I'm Joey Gates. That's exactly what I want because the only way, if you're Joey Gates, you're making news, is if you're saying something stupid on uh, some kind of interview, or if you wipe out a lead lap car. That's the only way you're nobody's going to know who you are. Anybody's going to know who you are. So, uh, if the best case scenario is BBJ McLeod, nobody knows who's your, that. Your name doesn't come out in the middle of a race, or that you wiped out the leaders. Ugh, God. I mean, some guys
2: look. Joey chooses the race that way. We all know when we catch him. There's the we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen. But you this got to be I mean, on your door. He's just one of them guys. I mean, it, it, you choose to be like that or not. I mean, it, it stinks to be that way. But
1: here comes Joey Gase. Good luck. Yeah, I mean, if you say here comes Joey Gase ever in your career, just get off the roof quit right now <laughs> no i mean like here you're, you're, oh, oh, you're catching him yeah, here oh you're okay. catching him because if like he's catching he's, you it's over yeah. no, i don't mean like here he comes like here <laughs> if, he comes you talk about managing expectation beep, of two wins if beep, i have to tell bubba joey beep, gaze is coming we both quit beep, tomorrow
3: beep. i told L.A. one time <laughs> we were racing and uh we were in the 21 car, and and Hut Strickland was in the 90 car. And back Joey then, Gates wasn't, wasn't again, born yet. I was like clear behind the 90. <laughs> <laughs> After race, he said, "I swear to God, if you ever say that to me again, I'm gonna kill you." <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. I think we've all had moments like that when you some guy passes you that you don't really you don't really expect her. When they do, it's kind of like Clint probably had mm. a moment last
3: year when I said clear behind the 43. <laughs> 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 Just follow us to the front. It'll be fine. Oh, Oh,
1: God.
0: (laughs) All right. Dale Jr. says on the NBC preview show that Joey Logano and TJ haven't gotten the Daytona 500 results that he expected since they paired up. TJ, what do you think?
2: I mean, if we could stop getting wrecked before the end of the race, I think we'd have an okay shot at it. I mean, if we finish a race, our average So whose fault is it that you're wrecking? It's not yours. No, no. We have not... Been wreck. We have not caused. We have not caused a wreck. That's taken ourselves out in the five hundred. Like
3: this is a, what is this, Freddie? This is TJ's plate races since yeah. he joined Logano. <laughs> so in two thousand twenty, and I'll give you that it was two thousand twenty—a screwed up year. 26, 17, 27, 26. I bet Joey Gase beat you in one of them races, Quinn Huff. <laughs>
2: Quinn Huff for sure beat us in some of that. <laughs> Not
3: that they did.
1: remember Quinn Huff in the Daytona 500 last year? You yeah. remember when he blocked us like oh, yeah. three times yes. going into turn yeah. one? He turned turning head on in
3: the back stretch.
2: <laughs> when we finish a race, it's our average is like two point three or something like that. But that's the this is the thing though. Like this is everybody Two out of the last eight you finished. Yeah. That's, that's pretty solid. Right.
3: <laughs> that's pretty solid
2: math.
1: Hey, you did win some duels. I'll give you we've
2: that. We've won a duel almost every year. We've won They don't count. Yeah, I won I'm some just, of them. They don't count. I wish uh, they did count. <laughs> if we can get to the front, like and, and not get wrecked, we're competitive with it. But it's all just about What about luck. your buddy Dell Jr. calling you out right here? What do you gotta say to him? I'm not really worried. Then he tells then he said he felt like we were it was our time to he felt like we were gonna be the up there racing for the win, did he not? Jason leaves I think that so. part. Of and then, that then and then <laughs> then he left uh, then he leaves it with us being his pick. <laughs> so All right. So he MF'd you and then he kissed your ass. That's all yeah. Awesome. I'll let him I know where he lives. Um yeah. But it's just got to survive, man. I mean, look at the end of these plate races. Look
3: at Ryan Newman. This guy was not up front at all no. last year, and he was in the best position of anybody on that last restart, and and that was because he was smart enough not to get wrecked. TJ, hundred percent, yeah, or in the right spot when it happened. I mean, John Hunter Nemechek almost
2: won Talladega too. He was going to win Talladega and told Blaney, hung a right, uh, but hey, he did what he had to
3: do. But there's. This is why I say on Keslowski, you don't come crying to me about this. This is the most exciting weekend of the year from Thursday to Sunday. My friend, our friend KJ Harrett, the Cosmopolitan, she was texting me two weeks ago. She said, Hey, I'm coming to the Rolex. I can't wait. I've never been to Daytona. And I said, Why are you wasting that trip on the Rolex? Well, I just don't think I want to do Daytona this year. Everything's not open. I said, Listen to me, from Thursday at noon, until Sunday night at midnight. That is my four favorite days in yeah, all of NASCAR busy. because we have five races. And let's be honest, that truck race is freaking insane. It's insane. The Xfinity race, if it's not 100 degrees outside, is going to put on the best show of the year because their rules package is phenomenal. Minus the tandem. The,
2: minus the being in the lock bumpers.
3: And then we got the Daytona 500, by the way, on the last day. Like, you have to, you have to experience this. And she texted me last night, and she said, I've thought about what you said and I'm coming to the Daytona 500, yeah. and I'm, I'm bringing my niece with me, and I say, K.J., this is – and then look, I love crowds. I want there to be 150,000 people there cooking bacon, drinking beer, right? I really do. But this is kind of a cool experience because you can come experience the best four days of the year and not be in huge crowds. You can go to restaurants. You can get hotel rooms. I know I wish we were sold out, but we're not, thanks to this stupid COVID China crowd. But this is, this is – there's no better four days of racing in the
2: world. It's a good. Speed Weeks is always fun. You and In an the evening, there's even more racing. If you want to go watch short track racing, you leave the big track, you go to the little track. Um, it, it's always. Speed Weeks has always been some of my favorite time. They're probably. I mean, you go all winter, you're ready to go racing. And you go to Daytona, you go down there, and there's just so much racing going on. It's honestly. And they
0: already started. With
2: yeah, yeah so Speed cars. Weeks has been going on for yeah. two weeks, basically. And uh, it's probably my two favorite weeks of the year, getting started, going, and stuff. But, yeah, I mean. The Rolex is fun, by the way. It's a good event. If we could take, if you were it's not fun to spot. No, I'm saying if you could take (laughs) a camper and just go and chill out for three, four days. I mean, that's a fun event. But if it's it's
3: normal next year, I am doing that.
2: It is nothing like. It is nothing like the Daytona 500 weekend. Nothing like it.
3: The Ferris wheel in the middle of the infield, the fireworks, the, the Dude, parties. that thing. You it, will fall off
1: the Ferris
2: turn, wheel. Plus I four, did uh, 3 a.m. to 8 a.m. And that Ferris wheel, I, still, I got caught staying. I'm like, oh, hmm. oh <laughs> look at that. I lost
1: The year I did the Rolex, I lost my car no less than 10 times in that <laughs> graveyard shift because there's so much stuff going on in the infield. You're like, Look yeah. at Ferris, where the hell is my car? There's 80 of them out there. It is ridiculous.
3: <laughs> Have you ever spotted that race? The whole time I was up there, yeah, I've spotted. The whole time I was up there, I was like, man, I gotta hurry up. Hooters last calls coming up. Wow, <laughs> they gotta let me go. I had me and me and uh, Tony Hirschman were on the same car, so
1: we
2: you uh, guys were teammates. Like, oh, yeah, you, you
3: guys who love to tell the whole roof on how to spot y'all, what y'all do? <laughs> Talk tell each tell other, each your other tricks, <laughs> tricks.
2: Well, so we're now listen to this. We're in practice, and uh, I'm spotting our car. This this Lexus and this guy this one of the and it's the some cars are better on the banking some cars are better in the infield just different speed variations well this guy is just being a complete tool to race around and he just keeps hanging out like on the company just go back off or go you pick you know and i'm like Hirsch, look at this guy and he goes hook him i'm like well, last time i did that you yelled at me (laughs) (laughs) we had a we had had a lot of foot it was harsh yeah uh we've had a lot of funny
3: moments like that but it was it was a good time and the two most omniscient spotters on the roof on the, the same team. You can't spell that. There ain't wow. no chance. In O-M-N-I-S-C-I-E-N-T. Oh, did you I look that up? I doubt it. No, there's no way. I, did, I didn't touch That's my phone.
1: Just because you he said, it, it, because you here, said yeah. it confidently does not mean, mean that you know did, that was yeah. correct spelling. Well, I feel, yeah. I
3: feel yeah. good Or about that you
0: said it the right way. <laughs> yeah. I
3: feel good about all three of those. There's some ancillary meetings. y'all know Hugh? You know my friend Hugh? Hugh can all kiss my ass.
4: We got something very exciting coming into Door Bumper I'm Clear in 2021.
3: Mike Davis called me, I think about a week ago, and he said, I want to I do something new with Door Bumper Clear. I want to take out a segment that you guys have had in for a while and produce it with a segment or replace it with a segment that is hands down going to be the best thing to ever happen to Door Bumper Clear. And I was like, Mike, well, tell me what that means. And he says, well, we're bringing back one of the most popular things to ever happen with Dirty Mo Media, which started on the Dell Jr. Download, even with Dell Jr. wasn't on it, and it's called Reaction Theater. TJ knows a hell of a lot about Reaction Theater. Oh, yeah. Because he used to be a part of the show back in the day when he'd just drop in and be a part of the podcast. But, um, you fans, you're going to be able to get involved in Door Bumper Clear in a way that has never been offered until now. Yeah. Originally, uh, the
2: Dell Jr. Download listeners, um, Loved this and man, there were some great reactions to, <laughs> and you can, you can, uh, the best part about it is you can actually get a sense on how people really feel because you can hear them. So, uh, it's a great segment looking really forward to hearing Brett and Freddie get blasted on this, uh, <laughs> cause I'm sure it's
3: probably going to happen. There is no chance I get blasted more than you get blasted. People hate oh, you now. Can we
0: make this a competition? Oh, you, you'll
3: get blasted more. Well, you are not. You don't have a full schedule, so no. I got more opportunity. When, it when, doesn't <laughs> matter. They, from, they never blasted they, his spotter. <laughs> yeah. you, went, you went from the most loved spotter on the roof to the most hated That's okay.
0: If you guys need some things to blast Brett about, I got you. Don't worry. So we should make this a competition who gets blasted the most.
1: Oh, Here's the deal. You leave us an audio message, and we'll play the best runs reacting to whatever happened in NASCAR that weekend. Um, You can do whatever you like. Most of you cuss Brett on a regular basis. He can't see it because he has you blocked. You can commend me for when me and Bubba win our two races this year. Uh, And you can talk to TJ about how many times he's wrecked Bubba or anybody else when he denies it. Um, you can ask us questions, but just n- either
3: way, leave us your unfiltered reactions. I just hope that there's this one belligerent fan that stands out the most and makes every freaking show. That's what I hope. I
2: hope there's... You'll have those. They're, yeah. We used to get songs written, and people would sing into them and stuff. It, like, I don't know if Jason had heard any of it or... We've got a little clip here I, in a little bit. I just
1: uh, want to know if they're going to be able to realize you know recognize our voices. When <laughs> they, me and you were do the they made, call in? big out. They're going to hear the waitress of big Al's. <laughs> like you guys want another bucket? <laughs> Screw you,
2: Brett. <laughs> <laughs> do they if they call if they call right when something happens or you know right and they're still fired up, it is the best.
3: <laughs> so here's the deal to leave an audio message, this is what you got to do. You go to anchor.fm backslash door bumper clear, and click the message icon. We'll play the best ones each and every week on the show, and we're going to make sure we tweet Facebook and Instagram out this link too, so make it easy on you. But, again, it is anchor.fm backslash door bumper clear.
1: Oh, I can't
4: wait. And now I had the privilege of going back through four years worth of these calls and listening to some really good ones. Oh, bless so your heart. here is a preview of what's coming this it's year Tim to guy? DVC. You, did that ring a bell? I don't remember names, but okay. like, I bet I'll you'll be recognize it. I'll know it. All right, here we go. Time now for reaction.
1: The reaction theater.
2: It is back.
1: This, by far, was the most popular portion of the Dale Jr. Download. It is returning. It is time now once again for reaction theater. You now, Mike Davis, you want to keep my message brief and to the point?
4: Well, oh, that man, I am so pissed off right now. Who gives a flying who won? I really don't give a damn that Denny Hamlin won. He's a Freddy, hey! <laughs> can't say that about Denny. Give me Oh my god,
1: give Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. You I can't, I can't, oh. oh my god. Hallelujah, praise the love for Jesus Christ. Bull, f- race. NASCAR, f- up the end. They should have never f***ing pulled pull up the yellow flag. Five years. I don't know right. about you,
4: but I boo the 22, hope <laughs> oh, <the> I on Gano fans. <laughs> Bust out their clown shoes, if the yellow didn't fly, wouldn't be a win for you, but everything will be alright, when it comes chase time and you lose, Jimmy Johnson screw you too. I looked around in the
3: stands and find a Paul Menard fan I can shout out, but hell, I couldn't find any. <laughs>
4: <laughs> fans like trying to find a unicorn ranch worn by leprechauns. Can't find any of them. Get them hell Dale. <laughs> no thanks to TJ, stupid ass. Get you some Whoa. damn pins. We can't be losing positions. <laughs> you got a PP, dumbass.
3: <laughs> Are you ready, kid? <laughs> aye, aye, Captain. I can't hear you. Aye, aye, Captain. Oh, stuck in the bathroom and can't hold his pee. T.J.
4: Majors.
3: <laughs> but what a the track is he. T.J. Majors. The peer drinking buddy is something you wish. T.J.
1: Majors. All you will hear is a flush and a swish. T.J. Majors. T.J. Majors.
2: piss like three times a race. T.J.
1: Majors. <laughs> T.J. Majors. T.J. Majors.
3: I don't know if TJ's ego is going to be able to handle this. It may deflate him <laughs> down to nothing.
4: Oh, boy. TJ,
3: remember those? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, there's so many other songs that
2: that
1: Dado guy is hilarious. I can't believe that one guy talked about Denny. I, I had to find him.
2: I
0: thought it was you, honestly, at first. No,
3: no, not a chance. Denny's the greatest. Denny is the greatest. <laughs> I agree. I can't wait to see Denny do well this year. Yeah, I bet.
0: Alright, time for the offer pad question of the week. What's your favorite room in your house and why? Freddie?
1: Uh, I don't know.
3: I, I just took out my dining room table and I've converted I was gonna convert it into like a pub. And the kids got involved, and now it's being converted into what's called the RPG room. And Bodie named it that, and I don't know oh, why.
2: Role-playing game room. RPG. But none, nonetheless,
3: yeah. is that what what it is? Role-playing game, yeah. Yeah. So it's the RPG room, which I'm worried about for my daughters now that you've told me what it stands
4: for. <laughs> I, know, I was just about to say, uh, you're allowing this?
3: Well, it's either that or a rocket-propelled grenade, which I don't think is that. I don't think that's good for the house either. No. Uh, so we've got this couch I bought that reclines on both ends. That this, this is a
2: very bad idea, Brett.
3: There's nothing good I about not it. Like I'm not liking where this story's going. No, me neither. Um, Stop. But I got these cool shelves ordered. <laughs> this is a bad idea, too, <laughs> to put some of my bourbons on that are really hard to get. Oh, so somebody sent me an E.H. Taylor Rye Where's last year the camera going? Show, <laughs> and I'm going to put that E.H. Taylor Rye up there with it, but um, – it's becoming my favorite room in the house, and I used to never go in my dining room, and now I'm in this Jake. role-playing game I don't think I've ever been in your dining room. Where, where is God? your dining room? Yeah. Oh, I know where it is. You're, you're going to find it now, because you <laughs> and I Brett's are going to be drink gonna drinking bourbon, be perched up on this couch. Yeah. Yeah. we're going to so be sitting there. Rick, sit I was going to say, we'll be
1: in there <laughs> holding court, making sure
3: nobody yeah. comes
2: in there with no role-playing. <laughs> you and uh, <laughs> Brett and Freddie on Brett's ca- casting couch now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Your poor
3: kids. Oh so, so good wow! For pa- <laughs> Thanks, all for pad for for uh, letting me decide that my soon-to-be favorite room in my house is now getting torn down.
1: I don't. I guess my favorite room would be my kitchen, just for the fact that I'm always in there cooking something. But you look like it. <laughs> oh, walked right into that one. It better
2: be your office now that you got
3: access to all that data. Yeah. I just knew <laughs> for sure, Freddie. Like I knew, just I just knew that you were going to lose weight having COVID. Like I just I mean you couldn't taste nothing, cu- so there's I no couldn't need to go eat. anywhere. <laughs> I couldn't go anywhere. I
1: couldn't breathe. It was kind of tough to do anything.
2: (laughs) Listen, if I get it, I'm going to eat a lot of broccoli and asparagus and stuff like that.
1: I'll tell you, (laughs) I wish that my my loss of taste only lasted. I wish it would have lasted like two months because- I didn't want to eat nothing while I was because there was no point. Megan's like she's like, oh, I didn't get the everything bagels. I got the plain bagels. I'm like, guess what? They're all plain at this point. Like it doesn't really matter, <laughs> you know. Uh, but like two days later, I had everything back, and I was like, well, great. Now I'm going to uh, eat all yeah. the time and just sit here do nothing for. kind of wings two you want, Freddie? I'll take the atomic ones this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, Gluck Gluck gave me a great idea because he he texted me right after I, I said it on Twitter that I had it, and he's like, you really need to do like just sit down and eat the most ridiculous stuff you can find and like film it and put it out for content. Oh, that's and what I was, I was gonna Despair, do it, it like you know, like a, take a bite, out of an onion, but then literally, like before I could even do it, I had my taste back. I was like, "Well, I'm not doing that now." <laughs> the hell with that, but yeah, I, but that would have been fun for sure. And I wish I had it longer, so I could have lost some damn weight, but I didn't.
3: I just knew you were gonna come out of that deal skinny. Yeah, I just knew you're. An <laughs> 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 Jeez. <laughs> Oh, huh. all right. TJ,
2: what's your favorite room? Uh, <laughs> man, it's probably my office right now. It's where I do all my day trading. Day trading, <laughs> <laughs> <Dana laughs> day trading. TJ, No, I right. will say this: it wasn't, it didn't used to be my living room, but it probably is now because um, my wife bought it, bought us a new couch, and it's from uh, yeah. Crate and Barrel, maybe something like that. That's an expensive couch. Yeah, oh, it's mm, super it's that day trading. What's nah, it? she there? bought it, not me. Oh. Um, <laughs> Yeah, she uh, bought this new couch, and I would never, I barely even sat on my couch before. And since we got this new one, I'll watch all the Bills games in there. Like, I can, it's super comfortable. So, that's probably my favorite room now.
3: Didn't used to be. What's your favorite room? Your nursery?
0: No, she doesn't sleep in there yet. We're working towards it. Uh, probably the living room floor. Where the f-
3: does she sleep?
0: in our room. Garage? What? You're supposed to do that before, until six months. You're
3: crazy. Six months? Six yes. minutes. No. Yes. Six minutes. Now she's getting gotten used to your smell and you're screwed. Yeah, you're
2: done. You need to move her on out. We were we were able to use that. You know that wedge stand they used to be able to use and they said you couldn't use them anymore? Yeah. We always just wrapped her up and set her in that wedge thing and she didn't move all night. But now I guess they can twist and stuff. And There's all these rules dangerous. that you
0: have to follow.
2: Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, because they had them back with Indians and Fun stuff too. Suckers. All right.
3: Well, that's <laughs> thanks, OfferPad, for ruining my day. I love you guys. Think they? The good news is, OfferPad, we've done such a great job. They came back this year. They did. They love
1: us. We love them.
3: We love them a ton. We We're love gonna them. love me more tonight. We huh? love them
1: even more tonight.
3: <laughs> yes. Is there something? What? <laughs>
1: Keep wow. Digging. Keep the show on. Hour tonight. in, you're starting to catch on. All right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Let's jump in the fast lane where we put the guys against each other in a speed trivia competition. Let's see who can answer these racing, middle school, and other random trivia questions correctly.
1: Why do you gotta throw the middle school in there? Like just so people cool. understand, understand. I where hope they ask me how many from. stage points I got last weekend. <laughs> mm-hmm. Where'd you start Sunday?
2: I got it yep. <laughs> yeah. at <TJ>. Big Al's.
0: <laughs> TJ, you're up first.
2: Oh, awesome.
0: Joey Logano has finished in the same position in two of the last three Daytona 500s. Which position is it?
3: 17. I just told him that and he no, still missed it. That wasn't, it was it was on there.
0: How many Daytona Xfinity Series season openers has Junior Motorsports won in the last seven years? Three. What direction does the Nile River flow? North. What is another name for an Academy Award? An Emmy? What number doesn't have its own Roman numeral?
4: Seven. All right, you got one out of six. What solid. was the Roman numeral question? Zero. Zero. Uh, no, what was oh, I didn't hear the question.
0: What, uh, what number doesn't have its own Roman numeral? <laughs> oh, okay,
4: because I like Roman numerals. So Joey's what? finished fourth in two of the last Why? three 500s. JRM's once five in the it's last seven uh, cool. Xfinity openers. Oh, wow.
3: I like Roman numeral.
4: And an Oscar's is another name for an this Academy year. Award.
2: Oh, it's close.
4: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I couldn't, have, I couldn't have differentiated. Oh, but dang it, it was either one or, that or the other. All right, Brett's turn.
0: Brett, you better tell? know this first question.
4: So Jeb Burton just sent me
3: a video, and they're sticking needles in his leg. I is that see? him yelling? I, I hope so. Hmm. I hope it's him. Is he yelling?
0: This is why we can't finish on time. <laughs> Brett,
2: do you pick her?
0: Yeah.
3: I don't think that's the... I yeah, think that's I the wrong video. Yeah, well, wrong video, yeah. Brett. I'm not really sure what was no, playing that's there. It. That's it. Oh, I'm going uh, to tell him he just made DBC. Is he on your couch? Get out of it. Shut up.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 Hurry up We got nine minutes I gotta get my daughter We gotta babysit Let's go <laughs> I
3: do Brett, you Oh sorry this. I gotta get it together Over here
0: <laughs> Okay Better get this one first. One, this first one right Ready
3: They're that hard
0: Ready Go Denny Hamlin has won Two of the last Three Daytona 500s Where did he finish The year he didn't win
3: Well that's Bull crap Oh I know it uh, Second uh, Close
0: How many consecutive D- Daytona Xfinity Series races Has Chevy won
2: Say that again. How many races have you won in a row at Daytona? At it's in,
3: row. <laughs> in a row, three.
0: Name an ocean that is not the Atlantic or the Pacific.
3: The Balsamic Sea. <laughs> I think that's how you say it. It's wrong.
0: Okay. Uh, in the process of mummifying someone, what organ is left inside the body? Where did you
3: check
1: Uh
4: don't say it. I don't think Just, I should say, say it. Something else. <laughs> Strong. I don't think I should say it. Hard. They're hard. I'll give it to you fine. That's right.
0: How many moon phases does the moon have?
4: <laughs> Good luck.
3: Moon phases? Yeah.
4: Four. Wrong. Damn, I felt confident about that. Uh, you also got one out of six. Denny finished third the year he didn't. He wrecked.
1: Um, that's when me and Bubba wrecked each other, so I finished. Oh, line. Yeah. All that happened.
4: <laughs> Yeah, I remember that now. Oh, Chevy's yeah, won. you guys got in a fight. I didn't yeah. x series races at Daytona. Seven. Uh, you could have said the Indian Ocean, the Arctic Ocean, not the balsamic ocean. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of balsamic. That's a lot of integrate. And the moon has eight phases.
3: <laughs> oh, dang, I should have doubled it. Oh, Freddie,
0: I can tell you're going to get all of these wrong. <laughs> Thanks.
1: <laughs> if you the, get two, you win. I love Sol the scale. faith. There's no chance. answering those questions, there's no chance. of <laughs> Hurry up, Freddie. I got to go. Go. I'm ready.
0: Where did Bubba Wallace finish last year's Daytona 500? 15th. How many times did DLG win the season opening Xfinity Series race? Twice. What country invented tea?
1: England. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Name one secondary color.
1: Uh, green.
4: Yeah. Got
1: it. That's a complete guess.
0: <laughs> What numerical value results from two to the fourth power?
1: Uh, eight, 16, I think. Right? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say 16.
2: Freddie,
4: congratulations, did. you won, as usual. That, that first question, where that did that first question come completely That's that's that is garbage. Just keep I wrecked kiss, on just the last kissing, last last kissing his ass, Jason. I gave him harder ones to, the rest Are of the No, you ass. Ass. didn't just keep, just keep
2: DBC
3: picks. Kissing
4: his
2: butt. I know. Those were way easier than what me and Brett had.
0: Oh, poor DBC you. Picks is back for a sixth season. This is the dumbest it, thing hey, we've ever done. New this defending right champion. <laughs>
2: <laughs> whoop, whoop. I mean, kicked your ass in this stuff last year, too. Everybody I pick,
1: Rex. <laughs> who is Ware? What? Who's Co- this Ware guy? Cody. Cody, bro.
3: Rick's kid. Yeah. Rick's boy. Oh, okay. Who's
1: going
2: first? You're taking him?
3: TJ. He
0: should
1: be
3: who you sorry. got for Daytona? Uh. Why is the Alfredo noodle guy on here? Is he driving something? Yeah, yeah 38, where have you been? Full time. Brett, don't watch nothing. <laughs> What's he driving? Thirty eight full time. How the hell did he get that? Oh my uh, gosh, uh, where have mine. you been? I didn't know that. You tweet all the time. I don't watch. Retweet. I mean,
0: honestly, like you I, are on Twitter. It
3: is the off season.
0: Fans know your life story. That means you don't know follow
3: NASCAR for me. So, so I did not all, know my dingers aren't the five hundred. No, no. He's running select road courses. Well, he's on the list. I was. That's another story we should have got to. So Alfredo is full-time.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. All right. All right, I'll take – There's uh, a
1: guy running the 500 Is not on there.
3: I'll, who? Oh, your boy. Oh. No. You got your spot. <laughs> I'll
2: take uh, Ryan Newman. I will take
1: Austin Dillon.
3: Dang, y'all coming out with the big guns. I'm going to go with a guy that has no chance of winning. I'm just kidding. Uh, actually, he doesn't have a chance. Uh, Joey Case
4: <laughs> Anthony Alfredo. What? you just found out he has a I think of he just wanted now.
3: to say just, his name again.
1: <laughs> he just found out three seconds ago he's driving. I, all right. This is the guy I'm going with.
0: Thank you to our incredible presenting sponsor, Offerpad. And as always, thank you everyone for listening. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to tweet, tell us, share, comment, leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to tell your friends.
1: Yeah. We'll see you in Daytona. We won't be yeah. hard to find. No. We're in the same spot. Always.
2: Apparently. <laughs> apparently you're gonna be able to see Freddie first.
4: <laughs> Can't miss him.
2: He's the only guy that gains weight during Corona. Love you guys. We out. Have a great week. Thanks for the first show.
4: We'll see you more this year.
0: Hopefully they love us back.
4: Executive producer, Mike Davis. This podcast is directed and produced by Jason Schultz. Assistant Producers, Leah Vaughn and Tyler Anderson. Videography by Alex Tins. Special thanks to Kyle Rush and Wendy Impagliazzo. Follow us on all social media platforms at Dirty Mom Media. You can find all episodes of Door Bumper Clear, plus video clips, exclusive merchandise, and other original content at dirtymommedia.com.